You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, this is Tim Rice. Welcome to episode 16 of my podcast, Get Onto My Cloud. On July the 14th, 2019, BC, before covid I was invited to attend the premiere of the new Lion King movie, a computer-generated remake of the 1994 hit animation film, for which Elton John and I had written the five featured songs, Circle of Life, Hakuna Matata, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, I Just Can't Wait to Be King, and Be Prepared. These songs were to be included in the second version. How could they not be, I arrogantly thought. And we were kind of invited to write one more, something brand new, for the 2019 version soundtrack. We actually wrote two, which if you stick with this podcast, you will shortly hear. But before I tell the story of their creation and play them, a tale about the London premiere. When the Walt Disney Company announced the date for this glittering occasion, they did not take the Cricket World Cup final into consideration. When I agreed to attend the movie premiere some months before, I'd no idea there would be a clash, nor did I know that my team, England, would be in the final, which amazingly turned out to be the case. For non-cricket fans, I should explain that the Cricket World Cup is as important to the sport and its followers as the Football World Cup is to soccer lovers, especially in cricket-mad nations such as India and Pakistan. Admittedly, cricket doesn't mean much in the USA, hence Disney's inconsiderate scheduling. But in the places where it does matter, it's on a par with the World Series or the Olympic Games. A game of cricket, of course, cricket being a subtle and intellectual endeavour, a game of cricket lasts much longer than most other sporting occasions, and the World Cup final at Lord's Cricket Ground that day began mid-morning and was scheduled to continue until early evening. I would be able to see quite a bit of the match, which was England versus New Zealand, leave around mid-afternoon for the Lion King and hope that the climax of the game would not be particularly exciting. Not a charitable thought for the 26,000 fans packed into Lords, I admit. So, I left the game at around 3pm. It showed no signs of being anything out of the ordinary. By 5 o'clock, I was standing in my dinner jacket, in the line of A-listers and lesser mortals, in an increasingly warm cinema foyer in Leicester Square, wishing I had attended the Los Angeles world premiere a week earlier instead. The heavyweights were all there, in addition to Elton and Bob Iger, Disney's CEO. There was Beyoncé, Jay-Z, Hans Zimmer, Pharrell Williams, and the director of the film, John Favreau. 
Guests of honour were Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, Duke and Duchess of Sussex, still doing their royal rounds at the time. Whatever happened to them? My brother was updating me with the cricket score as Harry and Meghan walked along the line of megastars and chatted to the team behind the film. Simultaneously, it was becoming annoyingly clear that the World Cup final was turning into one of the most exciting matches of all time. At least when Prince Harry spotted my phone and asked me what the latest score was, I was able to clue him in. Once in the actual cinema, I was still glued to my phone rather than to the action on the larger screen. I had, after all, seen quite a bit of Lion King in various forms since 1994, and this was a World Cup final featuring England, which hadn't happened since 1992. As the game moved towards its gripping climax, Lebo M's immortal opening chant to Circle of Life took flight, an alert usher, quite correctly of course, ordered me to switch off my phone. Nearly two hours later, I learned what I'd missed, the climax to one of the great cricket matches of all time. Back to the movie itself. Only one of the two songs that Elton and I wrote made the cut, and even that was only featured over the end credits. So thoughts of us repeating our 1994 Oscar triumph we'd enjoyed with Can You Feel the Love Tonight were never seriously on. Although Elton and Bernie Taupin, I'm very glad to say, won the 2019 Oscar with I'm Gonna Love Me Again, their song from Rocket Man, the Elton biopic. Elton was doubtless relieved not to be competing against himself for votes. He and Bernie got my vote. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. John Favreau's Lion King was a technical and visual triumph, a staggering CGI recreation of the original cartoon version. Actually, officially, Disney never permit the description cartoon. It's an animated feature. Although for someone brought up on the early Disney animated masterpieces, Dumbo, Peter Pan, Fantasia, Cinderella, and so on, and other works of genius in that field, such as Tom and Jerry, cartoon is never an insult, but a most honorable accolade. Our music and songs did not play such a crucial role as they had done in the original picture. At one point, Scar's song, Be Prepared, was to be cut completely, which struck me as bonkers, not giving the villain his own musical moment. Fortunately, this decision was rescinded, although Be Prepared wound up a good deal shorter than it originally was, and I was required to rewrite some of the words, for reasons I never quite got, and made no difference to the point of the number whatsoever. The only song that was made more of in the new pick than the old was The Lion Sleeps Tonight, which of course Elton and I did not write. I believe this song to be one of the greatest popular songs of the 20th century, and it has a long and tortuous history from its creation in 1939 by the South African Zulu writer Solomon Linda. It was included in the 1994 film as a very funny one-line gag for Pumbaa, and was maybe slightly overplayed in the 2019 film. Never quite sure where our new material would fit into this new film, Elton and I first wrote a reflective, serious ballad entitled Light of the World. Here is the only recording, Elton's demo.
rushing by And the night closing in We need to be sure When betrayals begin That the light of the world Isn't lost in the fall It's part of the crime Out of love, out of time But the savior of all When the roar of the lion When the word of the king Fade away in the night With the hope that they bring My mother a saint My father long gone And when looking ahead the quick and the dead You just carry on When you live for the truth You see nothing but lies And you marvel at some Only fools could devise And the light of the world Here on earth are divine May not be what it was but it matters because it continues to shine We all do what we want We are blessed with a choice Maybe spoke out of turn But we all had a voice Though the light of the world May seem presently wrong Generations from now They'll all tell you how We were right all along When you live by the truth You see nothing but lies and you marvel at some Only fools could devise And the light of the world Here on earth are divine May not be what it was But it matters because It continues to shine When you live by the truth You see nothing but lies And you marvel at May not be what it was, but it matters because it continues to shine. May not be what it was, but it matters because it continues to shine. It continues to shine. Light of the World, not from the Lion King 2019 soundtrack. Fair enough. Second time around, 
we had a better idea for a number that would fit more straightforwardly into the storyline. When Simba is convinced by Rafiki that it's his duty to return to his old life with a new determination to right the wrongs that he's attempted to ignore, our up-tempo song, Never Too Late, addressed this situation. The director, producers and musical team working on the film are much happier with this more instantly catchy number with lines such as, It's never too late to turn things around, recover, unravel the past to confound the doubters and losers that line of despair who tell you it's over, you're going nowhere. It's never too late. I hope it's never too late. There seemed to be a perfect slot for Never Too Late as Simba returns to the Pride Lands, not necessarily using the entire song, but the opportunity for an offstage Disney choir or even a character such as Rafiki and or Nala to musicalise Simba seeing the light and doing what has to be done. But the powers that be felt otherwise, and it was their film. Never Too Late ended up as the backdrop to the end credits, which, like all movie credits these days, go on and on, and do not necessarily encourage punters to sit in the cinema for another ten minutes to find out which catering company supplied burgers for the second unit or which limo service drove the hyenas home. So not too many heard it. Here's your chance. Turn. 
Hugely successful though the second Lion King movie was, I still retain most affection for the first movie. When we were all working on that together back in the early 90s, directors Roger Allers and Rob Minkoff, producer Don Hahn, Disney heavyweights Michael Eisner, Jeffrey Katzenberg, Peter Schneider, Tom Schumacher, writers Irene Mechie, Brenda Chapman, all the animators, singers and actors, plus of course the music creators Hans Zimmer, Lebo M. There was no certainty at all then that we would have a hit. Indeed, some of the early reviews were only lukewarm. But, to put it mildly, the film did extraordinarily well, and I'm delighted to have remained in touch with so many of the creators today. Immodestly, I feel the songs Elton and I wrote for the first film made a significant contribution to its popularity. We wrote many more than the five songs that ended up in the film. We wrote different versions of most of these songs, always with a consideration that the story must come first. Story is king, or should be, in virtually all theatrical and cinematic exercises. I'm sure if I can keep this podcast going for a while, I'll be able to play quite a few of our Lion King outtakes, earlier versions and so on. Sometimes a perfectly good song was rejected simply because the story arc had changed. Maybe the character a song was written for was no longer in the film. It's much easier for a cartoon character to be sacked than it would be for a real live actor. Warthogs don't have agents to complain about their client's removal. Of our five numbers in Lion King 1, four have become bona fide hits and or children's standards. Can You Feel the Love Tonight and Circle of Life for Elton himself? And Hakuna Matata and I Just Can't Wait to Be King, adored by nippers of all ages. The only song which hasn't been covered in vast quantities is Be Prepared, which is understandable because it's a very plot-driven lyric. Scar trying to convince the moronic hyenas that he's the key to their future existence. Needless to say, it's one of my favourite lyrics, not just one of my favourite Lion King lyrics, but one of my favourites of my entire output, oeuvre or canon, whichever you feel sounds least pretentious. I did wonder whether the makers of Lion King 2 didn't quite get the importance or quality of the song simply because it hadn't been a hit. The almost spoken shorter version in the second picture doesn't have the impact of the first time round, brilliant though the visuals are. Jeremy Irons' scar in Lion King 1 was absolutely magnificent, an unbeatable performance, which might be another reason why the song struggled to get included in Lion King 2. Anyway, I'd like to end this brief look at the Lion King movies with the original Be Prepared, certainly the least heard song from the original soundtrack. Of course, quid pro quo, you're expected to appreciate Jeremy Irons with assistance from Whoopi Goldberg, Cheech Marin, and Jim Cummings. Be prepared. I never thought hyenas essential. They're crude and unspeakably plain. of potential if allied to my vision and brain. I know that your powers of retention are as wet as a warthog's backside but thick as you are my words are a matter of pride. 
It's clear from your vacant expression The lights are not all on upstairs And we are talking kings and successions Even you can't be caught unawares So prepare for the chance of a lifetime Be prepared for sensational news A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher I know it sounds sordid But you'll be rewarded When at last I am given my dues And injustice deliciously swear Be prepared Yeah, be prepared <laughs> We'll be prepared For what? For the death of the king Is he sick? No, fool, we're gonna kill him. And Simba, too. Great idea! Who needs a king? No, no king, no king, la-la-la-la-la-la! Idiots, there will be a king! Hey, but you said, uh... I will be king. Stick with me, and you'll never go hungry again! Get Onto My Cloud, episode 16 of my podcast. Presented and written by me, Tim Rice, and produced by Peter Holtz. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.